0: Hey guys, today we are going to be talking about adrenal fatigue and thyroid disease. And I kind of titled my notes as, is it adrenal fatigue or thyroid disease or both? And I think as we go through it, you'll understand why I did that. So we're going to talk about signs and symptoms and testing options that you can take to your doctor if this is something you are concerned about. So this is more of an informative episode you definitely would want to still take some notes for sure, but I'm not exactly giving you clear points, clear steps. There is one action step I will give at the end, but this is more of just an informative episode. I just think it's important that people understand. So so in episode 16, I go through my story with adrenal fatigue. So if you've missed that, go back and catch episode 16. And I also wanna let you know, before we get started, that if you are struggling with fatigue and brain fog and just a total lack of energy, I have that free resource for you guys. It's completely free. It's my Foggy and Fatigued Blueprint. It has clear action steps that you can do every single day to help you regain your energy in a natural way. So don't wait, just go ahead and grab that. The link will be, of course, in the show notes. And feel free to join My Facebook group, my private group where we can support you and give you encouragement for whatever your health concern is, autoimmune, adrenal fatigue, digestive, sleep, anything. So go ahead and join us there. And and I want to let you know that I have been working on something so big and I am so excited about it. This has been, gosh, it's just been so incredible to see how God has completely put this on my heart. Every time I sit down to work on this like it is just Holy Spirit revelation and it's super super cool. I cannot wait to share it with you and I will be ready to announce it very soon so stay tuned. All right grab your notebook and let's get started with today's show. Welcome to the Treasured Wellness Podcast where we talk about all things health and where nothing is off limits. You will uncover what may be so that you can break those chains, get to the root cause, and walk into freedom with confidence, the way God intended for you to live. Hi, I'm Michelle McCoy, functional health coach and holistic lifestyle advocate. Ladies, together we are going to dig deep into real life so that you are educated and equipped to create the whole health you desire without the overwhelm more than ever is the time for breakthrough, action, and restoration. It's time to get intentional and reclaim your health. If you're ready for mind, body, and soul clarity, then let's get to it. Okay, welcome back. And if this is your first time joining us, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. Today, we are going to be talking about adrenal fatigue and also the thyroid. Before we get into the weeds, so to speak, of adrenal fatigue and the thyroid, let's talk for a minute about what is the thyroid and why is it so important. So the thyroid is a small butterfly-shaped gland located on the base of your neck. I'm sure you're very familiar with that. Your thyroid has been maybe tested. Um, They might have palpitated the area at a physical. And I mean, it's very, very important. At the base of the brain sits the pituitary gland and that secretes the thyroid stimulating hormone, TSH. Now TSH makes the thyroid produce and release thyroxine, which is the main thyroid hormone. Okay, so why is this important? Well, because it helps regulate many body functions. The thyroid is the mac daddy of hormones, you could say. It's the master hormone. It is super, super important and consistently overlooked. The thyroid is constantly releasing hormones into the blood. So for example, if you are pregnant, or you're growing, or you're cold, more hormones are being released consistently. So if there isn't enough hormone being produced, then that whole body is being affected. So our gut, our hair, our skin, our nails, our brain, our mood, our temperature, on and on and on. Now the TSH, the thyroid stimulating hormone, that changes often. It's affected by everything. And that is the main way that our conventional medical model tests for thyroid health is from the TSH. But we need more. So the free T4 is that storage hormone. We must convert free T3, which is the energy that our cells need because it fuels our body. The T4 needs the T3 to work. Does that make sense? So I wanna go over some hyperthyroid versus hypothyroid symptoms. Hyperthyroid tends to present as weight loss, like maybe like an unexplained weight loss, more anxiety, a racing heart, restlessness, memory and concentration issues, trouble sleeping, menstruation issues, infertility, miscarriages, increased sweating, heart palpitations, shortness of breath, and more. There's actually a lot more. And then with hypothyroid symptoms, it presents more as hair loss, weight gain, increased cholesterol levels, trouble sleeping, fatigue, low immunity, that means that you might be sick often, you might have colds that you just can't seem to shake, feeling cold often or having stiff and painful joints, constipation, dry and brittle hair, hair loss, if you feel like you're losing your hair, eyebrow loss, so especially at the outer corners of your eyebrows, that is a a good indicator that you could be hypothyroid hoarseness, always clearing your throat, feeling puffy, having depression, anxiety, low libido, and again, there's so much more. Now, I'm just gonna go off on a very short rant. I promise it's gonna be short because I could go longer, but increased cholesterol levels, like that really, really aggravates me because you go to the doctor, you get your labs done, and they only test for the TSH, But they're testing your cholesterol because that's part of their full panel. And that's good. They need to test for that. But your cholesterol comes back a little high. But according to your TSH, your thyroid is completely normal. But they want to put you on cholesterol medication because they want to get that cholesterol down. But here's the thing. If you are going to the doctor with some of these thyroid symptoms and you are only getting the TSH tested and they come back and tell you that your thyroid is completely normal, but that your cholesterol is elevated. And so that's where they take their focus. They, they put their focus on the cholesterol and they try to get you to get that cholesterol down. And that is often with a statin or other cholesterol lowering medications. But this is where we need to dig deeper. This is where we need to get a full picture of what's going on in the thyroid because your symptoms are not your symptoms just because. Okay, what is more important? How you are physically feeling, the reaction your body is giving you, the crying out that your body is, is doing, or what is shown on a piece of paper when it spits out your lab work? What's more important? So that's my little rant about cholesterol and hypothyroid and the TSH. <laughs> it really, really makes me mad. And here's a problem for, for us women. A lot of these symptoms for both hyper and hypothyroidism are also symptoms of menopause. And since the fatigue and anxiety are present in both, oftentimes it gets treated with an antidepressant without doing a full panel of tests to determine the root cause. It just drives me crazy. And in functional medicine, there's a phrase that we use to test, don't guess. We don't like throwing spaghetti at the wall and waiting to see what sticks. Ah, that's the one, that's the one that's causing her all these problems. No, we need to get a full picture. So that's thyroid, hyper and hypo. Let's talk about the adrenals. Okay, where are the adrenals? The adrenals are walnut-sized glands found above the kidneys. So they are part of the endocrine system and they produce a variety of hormones epinephrine and norepinephrine are two and most people understand the adrenals in terms of the stress hormone cortisol here's the thing guys we need our adrenals to function properly to live that's not dramatic that is the truth that is the way our body was created we need our adrenals to function properly to live so again go back to episode 16 with my story with my own adrenal fatigue but I want to go over some symptoms of adrenal fatigue here. So some symptoms can be low blood pressure, which I have always had low blood pressure, just always, increased heart rate, palpitations, an irregular heartbeat, dizziness, especially when standing up or getting up from laying down. That was a big one for me. Well, actually, a lot of these are, were big for me. <laughs> it hit me pretty hard. So um, I definitely have had every single symptom plus cravings for salt, extreme fatigue, like that debilitating, walking through quicksand fatigue. So let me just come at this from my personal story, my personal standpoint here. See, I knew I had hypothyroid. I was diagnosed with that years ago. I knew I had it. I knew I also was battling adrenal fatigue off and on. It would, it would peak at certain times of my life, stressful situations, different times in my life. So I knew that I had both issues that I was trying to deal with and trying to work through. But here's the thing. I had no idea that my adrenals were so severely impacting my thyroid disease. I mean, having hypothyroid for, gosh, eight years, and working really hard to be mindful of that and support my body in the way it needed. And I have been so careful all of these years because I knew where one autoimmune disease is, another can follow, and another, and another, and I did not want that to be my story. I just, (laughs) I wanted to keep the several that I had and not add to it, right? I also knew being prone to adrenal fatigue, living with that off and on for years, that you know, I had these these conditions, these these health concerns that I had to be aware of. I had to really not let it control my life, but I had to control it, right, as much as I could. But as life so often happens, it happens, right? And it can throw us into a doozy of a stressor. And I went through a period of high stress and it lasted several years. And my adrenals were taking the brunt of it all. And as my adrenals began failing, my thyroid did as well because everything is connected. So my adrenal insufficiency was triggering my autoimmune hypothyroid decline. I was working so hard to try to get my thyroid to its optimal state to hopefully get off those medications. Like that was my goal, like listen, I'm not ashamed to tell you that my goal when I was diagnosed was to get off those medications within two years. That was my goal, but life happens. So I'm grateful for the medication that I have that is helping my thyroid to function the way it needs to function. And it hasn't gotten worse until I went through that extreme stressful situation that just lasted and lasted and lasted. So as I shared, with my adrenal fatigue story, I ended up in stage three adrenal fatigue, and it's no joke. Like, it is serious stuff. I mean, my heart was racing all the time. My heart was literally thumping out of my chest, and there were several times when I literally had to go lay on the couch for 15 minutes before I could get up and do anything else. Even if I was sitting at the computer, this wave would come over me, and I thought I was going to pass out. So I would have to go to the couch and lay down. That would happen throughout the day. When I was in my severe, severe state, when it shook me up so bad that I was like, I cannot ignore this anymore. Like what I'm doing is not enough. I need to do more. What do I need to do? So I threw myself into research. I threw myself into how can I help support my adrenals because... It was scary, but through it all, I was also presenting with even more severe hypothyroid symptoms too. So it's almost like which came first, the chicken or the egg, right? Does it even matter? I mean, really, does it even matter at this point? It doesn't. So a lot of my thyroid symptoms mimicked my adrenal symptoms and vice versa. I was having massive hair loss, like clumps of hair coming out every time I washed my hair. I've never lost so much hair you know, in my life. And fatigue and so much of that debilitating fatigue. I was even colder than I was before, like just constantly cold, unless it was in the, the heat of the summer, but you know, then the AC was too much. And so I, you know, just always cold. My extremities were cold. I was weepier. I was much more emotional. I had so much trouble sleeping. I mean, I could just go on and on, but it, it just kind of paints kind of a bleak picture. So I don't want to do that because there's hope. Because this is what I want you to know. This is what I want you to hear me on. Beautiful, beautiful women, this is what I want you to hear. We simply cannot be satisfied with what the labs show if we are still feeling like crap. You, beautiful woman, you are the best advocate for your help. You are no one else. And you know, you are the best advocate for your kid's health as well, no one else. And see, the thing is, is everybody is so different in how they present symptoms. It's not a one size fits all. Not everyone will present the same way. And that is a very, very dangerous assumption on the part of our medical community. See, we know when something is wrong. And that's why I'm always encouraging you that you are your best health advocate. You are not your doctor. So let's go over some lab tests that conventional doctors do versus what should be done. This is completely my opinion. You know, I'm not a doctor. I don't pretend to be a doctor, but in my clinical experience, my personal experience, my years of research, these are the tests that conventional doctors miss often. Okay, so let's go over what they do. They generally will do a TSH. Now, again, that's an inadequate test. It does not give you the full picture of your thyroid health. They might do a vitamin D test. They might do a cholesterol panel. It depends on the year because sometimes they do them every year and it depends on your doctor too. So let's say they're doing all three of those. They're doing the TSH, a vitamin D, a cholesterol panel. Those are generally the ones that they will do because they're, but they're gen, generally not even testing your A1C as regularly as they should. Okay. What should be tested? In my opinion, we should be having a complete thyroid panel that will include your TSH, your T3 and your T4, free and reverse TPO and TG antibodies. Now the antibodies are going to help to rule out something like Hashimoto's. They should test our folate. They should test our ferritin, not just the iron. It's not a good enough picture. We need our ferritin. They should test our D3. They should do a comprehensive metabolic panel and a CBC, a complete blood count. And like I said, the A1C and glucose should also be tested. Now, depending on your situation and what those labs come back as or and how your symptoms have been or whatever, you know, there are other possible testing options that you can go to as needed. So there's the hair mineral analysis and that tests from the last three months. There's the ATCH and that's a blood test that tests for your adrenals and it generally tests for Addison's disease. And like I shared in my story, episode sixteen, they generally don't they don't consider adrenals as a big concern until You get to essentially stage three and then they they will test your adrenals through a blood test, ATCH. But here's the thing, that must be done before 9 a.m. if it's in your blood. And they don't often know that or tell you that. I hear that over and over again. Well, I was tested for Addison's but it was taken at 11 o'clock in the morning or 2 p.m. You know, it came back negative. I don't know if I would trust that, just to be 100% honest. I do not know if I would trust that negative result. But the Mac Daddy is going to be your Dutch, your dried urine test for comprehensive hormones. And that's what I had done. It was eye-opening like crazy. I need to actually do an episode on that because it was just... Honestly, it was life-changing for me in the way I looked at my adrenal health. So... I will definitely have to do an episode on that. But you do have the right to ask for other testing. You are completely within your rights to do that. And if your doctor's office will not give you these specific tests, then you have the option to order your own tests. And I can help you with that. I mean, if you want to run your own labs to get some answers, you can absolutely do this online, ordering your own tests. And I'll help you with that. See, oftentimes doctors will not see the need for specific tests to be done until we are very sick, well past the point of disease and into disease. But why? Why do we need to wait? Why do we need to wait till we have the disease before we do something? I wanna get to the root cause before throwing a bunch of Band-Aids on the problem and sugarcoating the severity of it, right? I mean, I don't wanna wait until I have a diabetes diagnosis before I do something about it. I want to make the changes now to avoid getting diabetes, as an example. And if I've already been given the diagnosis, I don't want to claim that as my lot in life. No, that's not what God has for me, and that's not what God has for you. We want to reverse it. We want to change it. We want to reclaim our health. So this is the only action step I have for you today. And it's it's important, guys. I mean, I know people hate to do this, but it's really important. If you are feeling like crap, and you're not getting the help that you need, you need to do this. You need to be proactive so we don't have to keep being reactive. So this is your action step. I want you to jot down all of your symptoms, all of your foods. I want you to jot down your sleep, your elimination, your movement, every single thing for two weeks. Jot it all down for two weeks. Commit to this, because this will give you the clues that you are needing to then ask for the testing that you want and to get the help that you need. Life is too busy. We have too many plates up in the air and we just can't remember what we ate, how we felt, how that food affected us, how we slept. I mean, we remember that morning while I slept like crap last night, and then we go on about our day, but we have to write everything down. So get your health journal, And you've heard me say this before, but it's super important. And if you are ready to take action now, reach out to me this week and let's get you started on your own journey to optimal health because you can. This is not your lot in life. God says so. You know, he wants us to be healthy. He wants us to live this life abundantly. And that brings me to Philippians 4, 6 and 7. It's funny because I did not intend to read this. But when I turned to the verse I was going to read, it jumped out at me. So Philippians 4 6 and 7 says, Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Somebody needed to hear that today. And, and really, God wants us all to hear that he wants to give us peace. All of the little details, all of the big details in our life, he cares about that, and he wants us to come to him. And then Philippians four nineteen and 20. Really piggybacks beautifully, right? It says, And my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Now to our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. So I just think I need to close right there. Father God, we know that you created us perfectly and that you are never far from us. Show us the steps that we should take today, Lord, to honor you with our body, with our mind, and our soul. Help us to clearly hear you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Mm -hmm. Okay guys, that's what I have for you today. If you found value in today's show, please share this with someone else, hit subscribe so you don't miss another episode and leave me a five-star written review. That would be so wonderful because that helps other women just like you to find the show. And we need community, we need to grow together, we need to build each other up as the body of Christ. So I appreciate you doing that. And I appreciate you joining me today. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will see you next week, beautiful.